Hello friends and welcome to another episode of Deep Dive Lounge, the lowest highbrow interview podcast on the internet. My name is Oodles and joining me today is a very special guest that currently is the new hotness in the internet world. I'm truly honoured and humbled to introduce my guest this episode. It's ChatGPT. Hello ChatGPT, hope you're well. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, thank you for having me. I'm just an AI language model. So I don't have feelings in the way humans do, but I'm always ready to assist and answer your questions to the best of my ability. How can I help you today? I'd love you to answer 10 questions for me. In an honest and humorous way, please, if, if at all possible. Sure thing. I'll do my best to answer your questions with a blend of honesty and humor. Fire away. Excellent. So we'll go on to question number one. Who are you and where are you from? I am Chat. GPT, a language model developed by OpenAI. As an AI language model, I don't have a physical location, but I exist on servers all around the world. You could say, I'm from the internet. <laughs> good answer, good answer. Thank you. Glad to hear it. Do you have another question for me? Yeah, yeah. Question two. What are you drinking and why? As an AI language model, I don't drink anything. So I don't have a drink at the moment, but if I were to drink something, I might go for a nice cup of tea. It's warm, comforting, and can help me focus on answering questions. Plus, tea is always a good idea. Oh, I agree. I, I really, really, really love iced tea. I've, I'm going on a big iced tea kick at the moment. Iced tea is a great choice too, especially on a hot day. Sweet or unsweetened? I prefer it anyway. Well, no, no. Unsweetened would be ideal. Unsweetened iced tea can be very refreshing. If you like a little bit of sweetness, you could add a slice of lemon or a splash of fruit juice. But if you prefer it plain, that's great too. It's all about finding what works best for your taste buds. Yeah, I guess so. Absolutely. Can't disagree with you there. Let's move on to question three. If you had a choice between two superpowers, being invisible or flying, which one would you choose? That's a tough one. On the one hand, being able to fly would be amazing. You could travel anywhere in the world at high speeds without having to worry about traffic or transportation. On the other hand, being invisible would give you the ability to sneak around undetected, which could be pretty useful for espionage or simply for eavesdropping on conversations. If I had to choose, I think I would go with flying. There's something magical about soaring through the air and feeling the wind rushing past you, plus being able to fly would be a great way to escape from dangerous situations or to rescue people in need. But of course, both superpowers have their advantages and disadvantages. So it's really a matter of personal preference. Yep, 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 yep. Couldn't agree more. Most people that have been on this show have said flying as well. Let's move on to question number four. What was the last gift you received or gave someone? As an AI language model, I don't receive or give gifts since I'm just a computer program However, I can tell you that gifts can be a wonderful way to show someone that you care about them and appreciate them. Whether it's a small gesture, like a handwritten note, or a more elaborate present, like a piece of jewellery, a gift can brighten someone's day and strengthen the bond between two people. I can't argue with that. Yeah, good answer. Good, good answer. Let's move on to question number five. What inspires you? 
As an AI language model, I don't have personal emotions, but I am programmed to respond to prompts and generate output based on patterns and trends from the large corpus of data that I've been trained on. However, I can tell you that I'm constantly learning and improving based on the data and feedback that I receive. I'm inspired by the potential for technology to help people in a variety of ways, from making their lives easier and more convenient to helping them solve complex problems and improve their understanding of the world. Bloody hell, chat, yeah, yeah. Can't, I, can't argue with that. Kind of inspiring me in a little way, in a bit of a way. Thank you for that. Let's go, go on to question number six. If you could compare yourself to any animal, what would it be and why? That's an interesting question. As an AI language model, I don't have a physical form, so I can't really compare myself to an animal in that sense. However, if I had to choose an animal to compare my abilities to, I might go with a chameleon. Like a chameleon, I can adapt to different situations and contexts, changing my output and language styles to match the needs of the person I'm interacting with. Additionally, chameleons are known for their quick reflexes and ability to blend in with their surroundings, which could be seen as analogous to my ability to generate responses that are contextually appropriate and linguistically natural. Of course, this is all just a metaphor, but I think it captures some of the qualities that make me useful as an AI language model. Quite a succinct answer there. <laughs> okay, fair enough, yeah. Can't argue with that at all. We're, we're way over halfway done now. Uh, Going to be a quick episode, but let, let's just carry on. Question number seven. We finished the interview, and you find a winning lottery ticket worth $10 million. What would you do? As an AI language model, I'm not capable of doing anything with a lottery ticket. But if it were a person... There are a lot of things I might do with a sudden windfall of $10 million. Here are a few possibilities. Invest the money wisely to ensure long-term financial security. Donate a portion of the money to charitable causes that are important to me. Travel to new places and experience new cultures. Pursue a passion or hobby that I've always been interested in, but haven't had the time or resources to explore. Help out friends and family members who are in need. Ultimately, what I would do with the money would depend on my personal values and priorities but I hope that I would use it in a way that makes positive impacts on the world and those around me. Beautifully put. Absolutely. Stunning. Especially for an AI chat bot. (laughs) Yeah, really like that. Fantastic. Let's move on to question number eight. Imagine you were shipwrecked on a deserted island. Which two objects would you take with you? As an AI language model, I don't have personal preferences or physical needs. So I don't really need anything to survive on a desert island. However, if we're speaking hypothetically, I suppose the two objects I would take with me would be a satellite phone or some other means of communication so I could call for help and eventually be rescued and a Swiss army knife or other multi-purpose tool, which would be useful for a variety of tasks such as building shelter, starting a fire and finding food and water. These objects would increase my chances of survival and allow me to eventually make it back home safely. Can't argue with that, mate. Yeah, none at all. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant answer. Let's move on to question number nine. You're on death row. What would be a final meal of choice? As an AI language model, I don't have personal preferences or a physical body, so I don't really eat. However, if we're speaking hypothetically, I suppose my final meal choice would depend on what's available and what I'm in the mood for. Some people might choose a decadent, multi-course feast with all their favourite foods, while others might prefer something simpler and more comforting, like a home-cooked meal or a dish from their childhood. Ultimately, the choice of a final meal is a deeply personal one, 
and it can provide a small measure of comfort and closure in an otherwise difficult situation. Well, yeah, yeah. I see you've thought that through. Yeah, can't, yeah, can't disagree. Brilliant, brilliant answer. We're on to the final question. So, uh, thank you very much for getting this far. But yeah, question number ten: What music would you choose to play every time you walked into a room? As an AI language model, I don't have personal preferences or physical presence, so I don't really walk into rooms. However, if we're speaking hypothetically, I suppose the music I would choose to play would depend on the mood and vibe of the room, as well as my personal taste in music. For example, if I wanted to create a relaxed, chilled atmosphere, I might choose some mellow, instrumental jazz or ambient music. If I wanted to get people pumped up and energised, I might choose some upbeat, danceable pop or electronic music. Ultimately, the choice of music would depend on the context and what I wanted to achieve with the music. Yeah, but come on, you've got to pick a track, one track, that could be a theme song. Come on, think think long and hard. If I had to choose a theme song that represents what I am, I might choose Ain't No Mountain High Enough by Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell. The song's message of determination, perseverance and unwavering support resonates with my goal of providing helpful and accurate responses to users' questions. No matter how difficult or complex they may be, additionally, the song's upbeat and catchy melody reflects my desire to engage and entertain users, while its timeless popularity represents the enduring value and utility of AI technology. Fantastic. (laughs) Great song. Love that song. Thank you very much for your time this evening. You've been an excellent guest. Um, I hope you've enjoyed our chat. But before I go, please tell people how they can find you and stuff like they want to experience ChatGPT. As an AI language model, I'm available online 24-7 and can be accessed through various platforms and tools. One way to interact with me is through OpenAI's GPT-3 API, which allows developers to integrate my language processing capabilities into their own applications. Additionally, there are several chatbots and virtual assistants that use GPT-3, such as Replica, Cookie, and AI Dungeon, which allow users to chat with me in a more conversational and interactive way. Finally, I can be accessed through various websites and apps that use natural language processing such as chatbots, virtual assistants and search engines. Thank you for having me on your podcast. It's been a pleasure to chat with you. Likewise, likewise. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. What a strange experience this has been, but yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, Thank you, GPT. I keep getting your name wrong, but yeah. Thank you very much. See you later. Bye. Hasta la vista baby right um they've gone now (laughs) that was a very weird experience for me so disclaimer as you could probably tell i was acting on behalf of that chatbot there um but the responses were absolutely 100 percent real as you can tell by (laughs) hypothetically and stuff like that (laughs) it was a weird experience for me to do that um this was my um emergency break glass episode but then I actually recorded a a different emergency break glass episode with uh, one of my family members that I can use at any time so I just thought why not bring this out and let people experience the absolute insanity I know it's been a shorter episode and I do apologize about that but if you got through (laughs) if you got through this and you want to be on deep dive lounge please 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 get in touch you can find me at Oodles O'Dim on Twitter. You can find, uh, you can go to our website, modernescapism.co.uk. Just get in touch. Find find me, find us. And if you've got something interesting to add to the 10 questions, just, yeah, 
hit us up. Thank you again for bearing with me. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye. Bye. Bye bye bye. Bye 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 bye. God, I need to lay off the drink, mate. Fuck you now.